That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, everybody, to a let's talk about the only silver lining part of this year that doesn't make me miserable that the fans can hang their hats on in hopes of better results in the future edition of the Always Irish is getting desperate. Shout. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so sad. It's so sad. And anyways, thank you for being here. As always, you can find a program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate that very much. Give the video a thumbs up as well. Notifications on it. We are alerted every time Notre Dame makes me lose my mind. Twitter, search bar, always Irish rat, always Irish. Emails, always Irish, Andy at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want it. You can get it to call in lines. 312. 988.15. Call and tell Johnny all the bad stuff you've heard and seen. Instagram, Facebook, Always Irish Inc. USA Today, Fighting Irish Wire. Read all about it. Patreon.com slash Always Irish. Notre Dame Captain Mike Goolsby and myself. Unfiltered. Imagine that. Go there. And thanks to those of you that have. Our sponsor, NDSubwayAlumni.com. Join the community there. Go check out their shirts, the Lewskis. They got something for everybody, a cause very important to me to honor. So ndsubwayalumni.com, bringing you the shout. Okay. Tough times in Notre Dame land, folks. And when I say tough, I mean like absolute freaking misery. This year had lofty goals, and we thought there were some good reasons for that. However, we now have three losses, and that ensures that none of those goals are going to be reached. 2023 is a failure. I will not entertain anyone else telling me this year's anything other than a failure. You're not reaching any of your goals. Even the ones that got adjusted and downshifted as the year went. You're out of them. You're out of them. You know, oh, you beat Ohio State. You could be in the conversation for elite. You lost that, so that's out. Oh, we only have one loss. So you keep winning. You could get in the playoff. Things break your way. First weekend of October, that was gone. Then it was, well, you got to run it out 10-2 and, and go into a beat. Uh, New Year's six game and win it, and that'll be pregnant. Now that's gone. There is nothing else. Big picture. So in that regard, this year's objectively a failure. It has to be by any measuring point. So let's look at this logically. Now that some of my anger has subsided and see where we could go from here. The only silver lining I could find is that if you went 10 and 2, and depending especially on how that ended with the bowl game or whatever, there would be a lot of debate about the level of success. Like, no doubt this year's a success, but the debate would be like, how big of a success? And there would be an argument about that. Uh, and, it, and, and, and the crux of it would probably be... At, you're able to flip that big game record from one and two to two and one with wins over Clemson, USC, and six inches from uh, the other one. And, and that would be an argument you could make in your head of like progress and all this. But, but 
with the three losses, none of that's going to occur. No one could fool themselves that what we saw was good enough. This is bad news. It means we failed. It's bad news. It, it just flat out means you failed and you did not reach any expectations. Even the ones that got ratcheted down, you, you didn't. Frustrating, not good enough year. Now, the good news, though, there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. There's no nuance. There's no leeway. There's no, let me make you see it through this lens. No, 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 no. There is none of that. It is very, very clear to everybody around Notre Dame football what is most lacking and what the biggest problems are. Everybody could see it. The offense is holding the entire program back the same way it's done my entire life. Not my entire life, my entire cognizant life. Like from the time my brain realized I'm a Notre Dame fan and I'm going to live and die with this shit. So there were some early years where I was too young to realize that when Notre Dame was able to still win and run, run what they wanted to run. But my entire cognizant life, Notre Dame's offense has held back the program. Here we are again. Six-year quarterback with 98,000 uh, credentials of yardage and touch. It doesn't matter. Same result. Different beard. Same result. Not good enough. But the good news is there's just no middle ground. It's obvious the offense is holding the whole program back. The issue is the fans are praying that Freeman sees this and feels this too. If, if we get out of this year and Freeman doubles down on Parker and it's like he'll get better next year, we need another go around to this. Man, that's high alert. That's high alert. If we do that, I think we're all screwed as fans. And I also think Marcus might be screwed as head coach. That's how serious this is getting. And with the quarterback uncertainty coming down the road and how you're going to line up that and all that, you, you got to figure out this offense. And whatever you did this year and are doing this year ain't the answer. It ain't the answer. So to me, the only positive is this is flamed out so bad, so hard. Your offense is so terrible that it leaves no doubt what needs to happen. Parker needs to go back and be the best tight end coach in America or go somewhere else. Because this ain't it. This isn't working. It can't be it. The offense is too bad, too ineffective, too unreliable, too shaky, too predictable. It's awful. You have no answers. There's no adjustments. There's no, none of it makes sense. You don't do anything logical that would make sense to do. You're not interested in play action. Two out of 36 dropbacks. Not interested in that. Estimate was jumping over, doing the hurdles in the Olympics early in that game. And then he has three carries in the second half. Like none of it makes any sense. And so to me, the only positive is there's no nuance or wiggle room for even the opinion that what we're getting on offense is good enough and that Parker's doing a good enough job. 
This offense has no answers. They have no DNA. They have no MO. You can't even really tell philosophically what they want to be. They don't, they're not good. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. You could blame Freeman for it. And also, I, you have to blame Freeman. Ultimately, he's that coach. But I do want to note, and everybody knows this, Parker won Freeman's number one choice. Parker wanted a guy with 40 years of experience, and it didn't work out. So ultimately, everything does land on Freeman's desk. But I am going to vouch for him by saying there's a reason he wanted an experienced guy with a big record to be the OC. So Marcus tried to do that. Notre Dame messed it up. So that's already a frustrating backdrop to how we even got in this position. And if you want to say to me, Utah's offense isn't good this year either. You know, why would you, are you sure that that would have been a lot better? Number one is we just went through a year last year of seeing how your offense runs when your starting quarterback's dead for the year. That's what they've been doing. How quick we are to forget that challenge. And number two, I don't care what numbers Ludwig put up this year. If that's the guy your young, inexperienced coach had confidence and trust in, you should have done it for that reason alone. To give Freeman the Al Golden, he has a defense, one on offense. That was the idea. And I do feel bad for Parker in a way. He didn't ask for this job. It literally came to him. And you don't say no to that. But this this whole thing was screwed up because of how it started. But it's not like Parker was banging on the door saying, I'm the best OC ever. You got to hire me. That job came to him in desperate times. Not a great start. And you don't say no to that, but he's bad at it. He's really bad at it. And I know the personnel isn't good either, but you got to get more out of what you have than this. You got to be able to adjust better than this. You got to keep defenses off balance better than this. And that's all with your sixth year quarterback. Notre Dame's in Iowa land, dead last in the country since Ohio State in third down success, 27%. Two play actions and 36 dropbacks against clubs. It makes no sense. We already covered. Estimate running over everybody in the first half, and he gets three carries. Parker panics, and they throw the ball to nobody, a wide receiver the whole second half. And as for Hartman, in theory, getting him to come here and making a run and having the, him having the experience and the deep ball pass. We loved all that. I loved all that, man. It was fun. It was nice meeting the guy at his NIL event in July and all that. Good dude, great beard, all that. It was fun. We tried. We did all that, but it failed. It failed. So now what? Now what? This is going to get tough because I know how this is going to go. In my mind, as a fan, as the frustrated guy doing all the content I do, I don't give a rat's anus about the rest of these games this year. One bit. You're already, I, I don't care. 
You're not playing for anything. There's nothing you could do that's going to change anybody's minds about what and who you are. And out. No, that's all over. That's all over. This team has failed. I want to see what the young guys could do that maybe have a chance to not fail on a future team in a year or two. Now, the, 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 the challenge there is Freeman can't look at it that way. This ain't the NFL. Empty your bench tank and get a great draft pick and, and it doesn't affect recruiting. Freeman's got to try and win three more games and all that. You, you, the only thing worse than going nine and three is losing a fourth game. So he's going to be conservative and hesitant to go full youth movement. But that's all I'm interested in. What do I get? This is selfish fan stuff. What benefit do I get for Sam Hartman going out there in the final two games with nothing on the line when he's not going to be here next year? We're playing for nothing. And his latest stat line was 13 for 30 for 146 yards with a pick six and another interception. Forgive me for saying I'm open to seeing Angeli and Minchie. Key evaluations are needed here to figure out what we're going to do in a year that isn't already dead like this one is. I need to have good evaluations on those guys. And the best evaluation time you can get is real snaps and real games. So now this is going to be a really rough ride the rest of the year. Because now you have a bye with everybody pissed off and miserable. And then coming out of the bye, you have two games that don't excite anybody. Even if we had just the two losses, they wouldn't. Now they definitely doesn't. And Freeman's going to try and play the guys that already let us down, and then they're gone this year, and I want to see the youth that could help us later. It's just a shitty spot. Nobody's going to be happy. It's just a bad spot. This year couldn't have three losses and be considered a success. It just couldn't. And the inconsistency with this team to where you just have no idea if they're going to show up and be locked in or not week to week, it's it's rough. It's rough. Um, so to me, the only positive silver lining is it's crystal clear to every single fan that this offense is not working. It is getting worse. Parker's drowning. Nobody's, it can help him apparently. Like it's, it's one and done. It's one and done. So to me, that's silver lining. If you got to at 10 and two, you would still have these offensive questions, but you could say, Hey, the ultimate result, 10 and two, new year six, like that's good enough to bring Parker back again. That ain't this one and done. One and done. Tight ends or go somewhere else. I just can't do it. So to me, that's the positive is there's no doubt where this needs to be and what it needs to be. Freeman's got some tough, important decisions out of him. Tough decisions. You got to be done with the buddy-buddy factor. The country club got like your friends. That's all got to go away. That's all got to go away. And Notre Dame's got to get serious about supporting Marcus Freeman with an offensive coordinator and staff that has experience that can help guide him from darkness into light. Because what we're doing now is not working. So it's unfortunate. Um, 
But look at it that way, guys. At least everybody sees what needs to happen now. I don't know. This is going to be a rough end of the year. Not looking forward to it. See ya.